There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got two hours left of this show, and we've got some music news to bring up to you. What is going on, guys? Okay, so um, Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift's ex, unfortunately for him, rolled out of bed and out (laughs) onto the streets of London making phone calls and... Paparazzi were waiting for him, and he just gonna looks like this for a while. he looks like hell. Yeah. He just looks like hell. And last night, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were seen with Taylor at Cipriani's in New York in City, Manhattan. Oh, in Manhattan, yes, yes. yes. And um, having having dinner, and um, and we know those guys have been tight for a long time. Yes, we do. She's revealed there's kids' names and songs. Yes. They, they, they was, go way back. They're at the famous 4th of July party. And, yes. you know, I know that Team Taylor rolled out, you know, that the split, and it was a controlled release of information, was amicable. But thanks to the eagle-eyed people who follow, who people are following, as soon, that, you know that one. That one. As soon <laughs> as uh, it was announced that very day, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds' sister, Blake Lively, and the Haim sisters all unfollowed Joe Alwyn on Insta. Oh, as did, you know, Taylor, of okay, course, too. Okay. So, you know, I don't know. I mean... She'll put it in a song or an album. We'll find out one way or another when she writes a song about it. Yes. But he really, I just took one look at him and I'm like, man, you look like hell. Absolute hell. He, he maybe yeah. he didn't think anyone would be interested yes. in seeing him, but I was just like, whoa. And then, then if you go down to the, you know, the Dumois and sort of the, you know, they're so the people who follow the people who tell them what to follow. That's right. Mm-hmm. Julia, that's another subcategory. A cheating situation. Yes. Joe Alwyn unzipped his pants and Taylor was not happy because it wasn't for her. And it wasn't in a bathroom just to go to the bathroom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. So, oh, I, but you know, she, oh, we're not, that's not yeah. coming from any place credible okay. or whatever. But the fact that all these close friends of um, Taylor immediately, that it was all time, you know, all dropping at the same time. Right. A coordinated this is coordinated effort. It's a coordinated Everything effort in her. the breakup. It's amazing. Well, you know, she's very, she's a great businesswoman. She is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. didn't sign up to be an FTX crypto thing because, uh, you Smart. know, 
She was but the she promoted it, right? Is that why she's no. even involved? Why is her name even coming up with these Be- other people? Because she's the only one, one. of all, the lawyers came out to say that she was the only one that did her due diligence to realize that there was some sketchiness and had. So like, they approached her, and she, but she never did anything. Yeah, she's, yeah she, she, she turned okay. it down. Okay, thank million you. That's dollars. the part I was yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah she turned it down okay. because her dad, who does work in investments, but you know. She came back with the question, and it was a pretty basic question, like something about what is the security? security ex- yeah, the securities behind it or behind something. Behind it, what mm-hmm. is backing right. up this? Yes. Right. And they could did, didn't Couldn't, have a good answer, didn't have an answer that satisfied anybody, and they were like, "We're going to take a pass." All right, mm-hmm. there we go. But everybody else took the money, and now they're suing all of them all for of them. five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's Chet Keel O'Neill, our guy from. Well, uh, they're all going to have to David. settle and basically pay back that money that Kim they got Kardashian. paid to endorse and maybe they're going to have to pay a little bit more Mm -hmm. and they may have fired the business manager who told them to do that deal or they took their advice you know i you know how that happens Mm -hmm. oh yeah somebody gives you bad advice that you're paying for the advice and you're like i don't think this is a good fit anymore (laughs) because again no one's an expert on that kind of stuff you would run it by your business manager yeah to say thumbs up thumbs down what do you think because your agent would bring that to you Right. And then, but you, I mean, I, yeah. that would be something though I would ask. That of has always course. been the baffling thing. So it is kind of amazing. People will go take the shortcut, the easy, fast way, you know, and not, not listen to their inner little worrying voice that is kind of going, eh, this eh. seems too good to be true. Yep. Well, there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. I've back to Jennifer Coolidge, who you were just talking about. Yes. She's going to be hosting. You know, she's one of the four people on the Time 100 uh, magazine covers this year, where they, you know, Time magazine mm-hmm. decides who are the 100 most influential people in all right. these different categories. She's hosting the gala. Oh, I love this. That is going to be on next Sunday, a week from Sunday, April 30th, on ABC. So I, you know, we haven't seen her host. We've seen her receive oh, awards. Oh, she fantastic! I know. Host. I, mean, I know. So I just wanted to tell people. We because said that this year. Let her host the Oscars too. Heck yeah. or, She'll know, be fun. The, yeah, she's very good. So I thought that's kind of a fun one. Yeah, we like her a lot. Is that going to be on TV? Yeah, ABC. ABC. Okay. ABC next a week from Sunday. Okay. When you know. Our, our wild may or may be out of it. The Timberwolf may be may in or out of it. The twins are hopefully still going then. Yeah. I'm curious. I'll have to talk to Colleen tomorrow because the fact that Colleen Lindstrom is back on the air when Shamila, oh, Sean and Camilla oh. Cabello are back to right. together. But I mean, I don't know. They uh, We always thought they were together to begin with. We didn't believe it was fake because it lasted two years. Right. That seems like a long contract. But then then it seemed like it was fake. So they, they kissed at Coachella. Yes. And last night they were spotted I, in Hollywood holding hands. And she teased us with a song today. And here's her song. It's a clip. And Coachella's in the lyrics. How come you're just so much better? Is this going to... And ever, I guess I'll bleep. Are you coming to the, if you don't, it's whatever. If you do, honey, it'll be all I think about. Mm. And it's, it's, she put gossip into the song and teased it. I kind of like it. Yeah. What is she, you know, she Anyway, in- they're, they're, they're together, Julia. And the, the, I, I gotta ask Colleen what she thinks about it. And also the astrological timing of her coming back. 
after months of being gone that she comes back during the Shamilla. Uh-huh. Because that was very that was much a, that's a very funny. Colleen that and Bradley was a Colleen thing. Bradley story. Mm-hmm. They were on that yeah. from the get-go on top of it and they had examples and it was like their first you know mm-hmm. telling people about publication just trying to see if she's in anything now last we saw she was in cinderella which you never watched but i loved it yeah she does have um she's got a new song it's coming out and she's they're gonna be back at coachella maybe making out now that really makes me wonder why he why he Pushed, stormed away, kind of pushed. You know, maybe he didn't. Maybe they were trying to keep it under wraps, and he didn't. He knew he, there were photographers. He knew there were people watching. I don't know why any famous person would think Coachella you could get away with anything, anything. right? Unless you're absolutely. I wouldn't even consider it backstage, or maybe if you were in a VIP RV. I love it, Lori. You know, IV Park where there was no cameras or phones. Right. Or Even lights. Then I wouldn't trust or lights. It. Or lights. Yeah. <laughs> You're walking back to the park. Someone's going to get a picture. Yeah. Oh Camilla Cabela. You, right. I hope you ask her this because I would be curious what she says. All right. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, where they do one on one brain training that works, it's scientifically proven. And we have so many wonderful testimonials. Of um, people that have gone through the program from all different ages and um, how it's changed their lives and their family lives. And summer is right around the corner, supposedly. Yes. If the weather would cooperate. Right. Um, but if you do want to have your time, like you want to have your kid do a brain training camp yes. this summer, besides just like maybe an athletic one or a fun one, but you want to get your t- good time. So this would be the time to go in and get the test. And if you decide it's the step you want to go, you will be uh, on the road to getting a good time that works for the family. I would agree. For the summer, you know. I like that, Lori. Um, so the number to call, by the way, is 952-949-6900. Learning RX has seven Metroid locations, including a virtual option if you need that as well. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here, there is... So much going on random today, starting with, um, where should we start? Um, let's start. At let's start at the end. Let's read the last All page right. first. All right. The very last one, Love and it. I want to let people know about this, is there's going to be tornado sirens going off today at 645. Um, it's a test. They usually do, you know, test Wednesday. our emergency broadcasting system on the first Wednesday of the mm-hmm. month. At 1 but, p.m., right? Yes. Yeah. But today they're going to be doing it at 645. Okay, so don't fall for so it. So don't fall for it. Okay. It's Severe Weather Awareness Week. And um, they are not going to be doing it in Wisconsin today because Wisconsin is supposed to have bad weather. So they don't want to confuse people. So. Okay. Uh, Minnesota experiences on average 29 tornado- tornadoes per year, according to the Department of Natural Resources. So don't, I told my mom, alarm's going off, don't freak mm-hmm. out. A th- wonderful news for a nine-year-old, a dynasty student named Vihan Kapi, Kapil, who is just nine years old, and he won the Spelling Bee. Oh, wow. Twin City Spelling Bee, and he's the youngest, one of the youngest kids ever to make the scripts. National, National Spelling, Spelling Bee. Bee. Oh, wow. Championship and from May 30th to June 1st. So he competed against 45 other children and is the really the young on the young mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. He's going to join four other Minnesotans. So we wish him well. Yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh. I think um, 
I just got a funny email that I think our guest is coming in. Yeah, we'll see. If it's today or tomorrow, I just got a headline whopping running across my computer. Lori, Google Maps. This is good news because I'm going to go to Yellowstone National Park this summer. Mm-hmm. And um, for people who haven't who haven't traveled in a while, there's this new thing that no one prints out maps. Cities don't give out maps anymore. Little tourist maps don't happen anymore, especially if you're on hiking trails. You have to worry about, you know, having a connection for your phone even. Mm-hmm. So Google is doing these four different things this summer that's going to make it easier if you're going to a national park, which I think is great. So if you go, the two parks that are up already are Yellowstone National Park and Yosemite. Yosemite? Yosemite. I've always called it Yosemite. Yeah. But it's Yosemite. I've never been there, obviously. Yosemite um, are up, but the other national parks are going to be up by the end of April. So a first feature is going to be, you know, what so are you the... you go to like Yosemite.com? No, or... you go to Google. Oh, you go to Google, you go to and Google. then you put in... You, you go to in. Google. So here's what you do. Um, the maps, the trails, if you go to Google Maps, you can navigate the park with detailed directions. Key things like park entrances are going to be highlighted. If you want the walking trails or if you want the cycling trails, they're going to point to the proper trailheads. There's a place where you're going to be able to download the maps um, for offline access. I'm surprised there, that you'd have access in the park. Like there's no, you yeah. good Wi-Fi. Or that, you do but you do this ahead of time. Of time. That's why, right, because it. you don't have good Wi-Fi in got parks. Got it, got but, it. But now. no one prints out anything anymore. People don't give out maps anymore. Right. And, no. this, and it used to be if you were using your Google Maps for hiking trails, you just get a pin. And then you just kind of had to guesstimate. Mm-hmm. But this is going to um, provide people with pictures, right. with videos. More specific. More specific, telling you the, how rough it is or how right. easy it is. So it's very detailed campground information, visitor centers. So it's going to be... That's a good travel tip. I think so. I think so. So Google Maps is going to be... They partner with National Parks and they had park rangers yeah, go out I'd and go do the terrain and, yeah. and really help them make sure that they're very specific and right. Well, and it'll also help with, you know, hopefully people getting lost and going off trail or That's whatever, yeah. you know. Yep. Grizzly bear. Gri- yeah, all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. That's like... It, like, they never found that actor. I was just thinking... Julian. I was going to ask you, do we he? ever find Julian him? Julian Sand, they never have found oh. his body. He went hiking in whatever those mountains are. Um, that are close Rain. enough to Beverly Hills yeah. or L.A., um, but they never found him. The family never found him. Yeah, it's just recently his son has spoke out about it and saying, yeah, they're still looking. Wow. So, I would thank you. Wow. Well, you know what? I mean, I've watched too many, you know, movies, but I always just think, you know, a fall. You've oh, fallen yeah. and you've fallen there's, in some kind crevice. of a crevice yep. or some kind of a place where no one can see you. Right. And there's this huge thing that happened yeah. that somewhere someone was skiing and just fell. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like yesterday into this huge you, crevice. But, yeah, it's just an absolute... But they were wearing a GoPro or something, yeah. you know, the camera on your helmet. Did so, they find the person? Well, I haven't read all yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, well, I read the headline text. Right? You to read the full I know, story. I know. <laughs> but I mean, that's <laughs> what happened. That's what happened to him. Yes, hundred percent. He's unfortunately. I don't think like he got attacked like by a mountain lion no. or. Well, or a bear. I mean, possibly maybe after the fact, but yeah, after the fact. But I always just they think, haven't found him. They no. haven't crazy. found his body, but it's in this huge national park where, you know, it's it was winter. I mean, eventually, the only thing you can hope is that it was quick. Yeah, you know, right, like, right, it Grant. like it yeah. wasn't stuck there, and he had to maybe like, he is just hide, right. he's hiding out and has a broken leg. No, he'd be, <laughs> well, no, he'd be, he'd be dead, dead anyway now, from no water food and food, and water, yeah, water. Oh, Do you, have you ever seen that movie, Alive? Alive. No, I have. In Yellow Jackets. Is yes. anyone watching Yellow Jackets? No. I am waiting. F- I'm going to crush that one once it gets all, because I've recorded them. I'm putting them aside. I have four on my DVR. Me Does too. that sound right? Okay, because yep. I'm kind of dying to watch Me it. Me too. But, but then I, I know I want to keep watching it, because that show is so twisted. And addicting. So I want to wait till they all come out, and I'm going to yeah. binge it. Yeah, I had to stop. All right, the ice is out on Lake Minnetonka, people. The entire lake. Mm -hmm. So all of the... Ice out. Ice out. Ice out. This doesn't mean up north. This means right here on Lake Minnetonka. Grays Bay and other portions of the lower lake are the last to um, get the the house out. Mm -hmm. So the median date, historical date, is April 13th when this happens. What's today's date? The 20th. 20th, 420th. A week behind. You mm-hmm. can take your pontoons out with your winter gear and <laughs> Lake Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. Um, Duluth had, had a record. They just have the snowiest year. Um, they set the record for the biz- 137.1 inches plus more snow is supposed to fall. And that record, that record, it was an old record, I think. 30 years. Think about that because we were at, actually 75 years. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We thought it was tough around here. And here we had 89 to 90 inches, which was the third largest right. snow falling of all time. Yeah. They had 137? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and like Lake Tahoe, they I were like that. in the 170s. Yeah, yes. Lake Tahoe, they were burying homes. Their homes were buried yes. out there. Yeah. yeah. So the, our mayor, Emily Larson, yes. wow. has wow. spoken out yeah. um, about that. If you want to smell like gin, there's a new gym, gin. A gin? Or gin. gym? Gin. Gin. G-I-N. Do people want to smell like gin? gin? You can wear it now. Well, gin is elderberry juniper. and juniper. Yeah. And this new Sylvian... Christmas trees. <laughs> right? It's Sylvian Mist. It's the world's first wearable, drinkable perfume gin. It costs eighty dollars. Drink it and wear it. And wear it. You Wouldn't can. That, this this seems this seems dangerously close to drinking mouthwash. Well, yeah. let me tell you what's in it though. It <laughs> sounds really kind of good. It's described as a woodsy unisex scent, uh-huh. scent violet leaf, chamomile flowers, juniper, balsam fir, citrus, and boreana flowers. Yeah. You smell like fresh cut grass. I think describing <laughs> self describing something as unisex seems redundant. Like if you like how it smells, wh- whoever cares, you are yeah. can watch. Remember it seems obsession? Weird to identify. Remember when obsession though was kind of the first perfume that came out that was unisex? Yeah. Or was that the one? There was a Calvin Klein one that came out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I was just always like, wear whatever you like to wear. You know, because some women I knew loved wearing men's cologne. They didn't wear perfume. They liked the smell of a man's I, cologne. I'm going to start know, wearing my good dad's. Yeah, Julia, I've saved his. Start smelling like Old Spice, <laughs> would you? No, it's Brazer. Brazer. Brazer by Menon, and I still have a bottle yeah. from my dad and his cigarettes. Mm-hmm. 
I still have the cigarettes from that's 2014. These yeah. are old. Yeah. But they're in my freezer. Yeah, so they're preserved. So if anyone wants to come over and smoke and have a splash of men in on their <laughs> freshly shaved face, we're in. Hey, it's Lori and Julia here. I we love First Equity Mortgage. And you know, First Equity Mortgage has been doing mortgages for 23 years in this marketplace, and they are trustworthy and they follow through. There's been a lot of commotion in mortgage companies um, and bigger banks, and uh, we have a solid company for you to work with. We sure do. That is still doing them, that is here local and not an internet-based thing that you don't have a face or person in your community to follow up with. We just know... And we hear from you all the time with your testimonials that they over deliver all the time. And we just love hearing that about it. And you don't know when, you know, you're going to be in the market for a mortgage or you want to move or you're a first time home buyer or you want to buy a second right or buy a second property, whatever it is. This is the team and they will take care of you. And mortgages don't need to be that hard. They make it all happen and deliver and you'll love them. Contact them. My talk keyword, David. Welcome to another edition of the Low J Book Club. And remember, if you go to the book club restaurant and get something to eat, mention the Lori and Julia Book Club and you get a free appetizer or dessert. We so, love that. Anyway, our book today is called The God of Endings. And the author, Jacqueline Holland, is in person with us. A babe and an amazing writer. Yes. <laughs> Jacqueline. What an intro. I know. Oh, what wait. an intro, right? <laughs> I know. don't get that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I have to say, Jacqueline, so I had the pleasure of reading your book um, when I was in Hawaii for a month, working Lucky some you. of it, not working some of it, but I was able to read your book. If you even say one day I'm going to hit you. No, it took me a day okay. and a half. Because it it's took me a day and a half. It's a long one. Yeah. It was a good one. But um, Sue at Chapter 2 Books had recommended, and she's like, this is right up your alley. It reminds us of uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And I, I can't remember exactly how many books I read on the trip, but um, The God of Endings is number one. Awesome. Um, it is so taken with the story of Clet. So please give Thank people you. the setup. Yeah, uh, so basically it is a story that alternates between the past, the very long past of an immortal woman named, uh, she has different names at different points in the story, but Anna at the beginning, later she goes by Colette. um, And so she has this back history that is being told, uh, braided with this present story in the 1980s when she is running an art school for children. She is also a vampire. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that figures into the situation. In she has ways. to live forever. Yes. Against her will. Yeah. It wasn't her choice to become what she's become. I mean, would where you... did you get yes, this no idea kidding. of this story? Um, You know, it was one of those fun things where this character just started talking to me. Oh, um, we like hear William Kent Kruger. He just told yeah. us that. Told yeah. us that. And it's you the hear best. it. It's the best. Yeah, it's really nice when that happens. Um, she just started talking and she had a lot to say and she had a really unique voice and I was just kind of following. Um, but at the same time, there was, I think, another source for the kind of central conflict of the story, which is basically the, the story. It's a vampire novel, but it, more than that, it's about dealing with the darkness within ourselves and Mm -hmm. then also dealing with the darkness surrounding us in the world and Mm -hmm. just how to psychologically reconcile with those things. Mm -hmm. And that came from being a new mother 
and wanting to be perfect for my little perfect baby mm-hmm. and not being perfect. Um, and and then later having to reconcile and cope with the idea of giving my child to an imperfect world that was guaranteed to rough them up and all of that anxiety just mm-hmm. sort of fed into this the story. And that's that's interesting. How you know I I listened and read and I finished it literally today at noon. Nice. And um, I, know, I, know, I, know. I was I was in it. Um, and you know you went to Kansas University and I you did. were went through their writers program. Are you originally from St. Paul, Minneapolis area? No, my goodness, who even knows where I'm from anymore? Yeah. Well, I'm from California. Like, okay, <laughs> but by way of ten states sure. and a couple countries mm-hmm. you're here i've been all over the place and now i'm here in st paul okay yeah. and so you have two kids See, it's like asking a military brat exactly. where are they yeah, from they we can't true. we go well my mom and dad are from here right no excuse yeah. like military right it's so you know your book is um you know this character it, it's interesting what you just said and talking about the anxiety about being a new mom and how you just want to do everything right and, and you don't know how to to accept that you mm-hmm. aren't going to be imperfect initially, you get used to it. You're like, well, this, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm not kind used of, to it. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it, but initially, you just think, oh my gosh, I've got to do everything right, and you have no idea. Yeah. Well, and I, I really felt like the exhaustion of like if you did have an immortal life and you would see the same human mistakes, yeah. century made, after century, wars being made. Mm-hmm. Lies being told, terrible atrocity, you know, over and over how she still has to present a human face to the whatever world she's in, you know, at the time. Yeah, there's no way to just bow out. She has to deal with it. Yeah. Escape it. I mean, the book, the the book again is called the the God of Endings, and it is enchanting and and suspenseful. And you have, you know, I just think of her as I guess Colette, Colette is how so I started I. thinking of of her. But at one point, um, whoever she's musing about, and she thinks to herself, "Oh, it's the the kid, the kid's mom," and she said, "There." She said, "There's nothing really more dangerous than a sulky man." <laughs> and that just really struck with me because that really is like an enormous red flag that many people overlook. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, was that was your personal experience? Was that something somebody had said to you once, or where did, oh, did that? Oh, I I have learned that myself. Have, okay. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny to me the lines that stick out to different people. I love that. It's one of my favorite things to hear. Just different things. That yeah, and then also to. Colette, um, pure. Um, amazement at at no time are you more alive than you are when you're four and five years old that that's the most alive and she's seen children over over and over and over and and that is her observation and i thought you know you don't know know yet yeah everything is an opportunity Mm mm-hmm it's yep. a beautiful book, Jacqueline. Thank you. Jacqueline, now is it... And it's your first book. It is, How yes. it is... Okay, so I saw it in the... Where did I fly out of? Raleigh North... Raleigh Durham. Oh, awesome. And I wanted to take a picture and send it to you, because that was like two weeks ago. Was it in the airport It was in the airport. I love it. And I thought, you made it to the airport, because that's a limited shelf space. It's true. Yeah. Has Reese Witherspoon optioned this? We or are, Hello not Sunshine? Yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we had heard some rumblings or something. You know, there was some uh, interest expressed, not by Reese, by yeah. someone mm-hmm. else that yeah. whose name you would recognize. Yeah. Um, but that didn't pan out. And I mean, 
it's it's a big commitment, you know, yeah. to commit to a book. So just the fact that people have been excited about it and interested in expressing interest is really, really yeah. exciting. Yeah. And, and you know, in your acknowledgments, Jacqueline, you talk about how it kind of takes a village to write oh, a book absolutely. and mm-hmm. how many times, you know, the rewrites and you owe something, the prize, you owe a prize to um, a gentleman named, is it Garrett? Garrett, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how you just owe him because he... He, he read so many, he, so many so drafts. Many, <laughs> so many drafts. Isn't that kind of... And with a smile, mostly. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yes, it that is. That you had that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can't... I mean, that is really what I tell. I teach writing often, and I always tell people, if you want to get published, if you want to improve your writing, you must have people reading your writing and telling you the truth of their experience of your writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. And it's and it's a craft and you have to keep working on it. Absolutely. Do you teach locally here then? I have taught at the Loft yeah. Literary Center okay. um, and loved it. Uh, I haven't been in St. Paul for all that long, but um, yeah, I have taught here and I hope to do more. Mm-hmm. And are you going out on book tour? Or I just got back. You just got back. Okay, yeah, where'd you I, go? Oh man, I had such a wonderful tour. I got to go to New York, Chicago, Columbus, Ohio, uh, Kansas City and Lawrence, Kansas, yes. where my alma mater is. All of these places are places that I've lived and have family. Um, so it was super fun. And I actually still have a few events coming up. Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to be at the coolest bookstore you can ever imagine. It's called Other Skies uh, Weird Fiction. It is in my neighborhood of Riverview, St. Paul. It's a new bookstore. Oh. It is so cool. There is a coffin with horror books in it in the back of the store. Okay, that's it. cool. And um, what's the name of the other bookstore skies? again? It's other Skies, okay. Weird Fiction Okay. Uh, in St. Paul. And that is this Sunday at 5. Um, we're going to have an in conversation with another author, Tyler James, I want to say. Um, and it's going to be really, really cool. We're going to make it really weird. Do you, okay, <laughs> let me ask you something. So the book is the God of Endings. Do you have a certain passage that you like to read? Hmm. That's a great question. I do. So I have a couple passages that I would love to read at an event. I haven't because I've gone with the opening so that I don't need mm-hmm. as much setup and things okay. like that. Um, but there are two passages that I really particularly love. There's one passage where um, the main character, who at this point is going by the name of Anya, she is having a conversation with her sort of um, adopted stepbrother in the middle of Eastern Europe um, when he has made a very uh, momentous decision of something to do. And so they're talking about life and they're talking about um, how every person has to decide for themselves whether life in this world is a gift or a curse. Uh, so I love that passage mm-hmm. and I would love to read that at mm-hmm. some point. Um, what was his name again? Akru. Akru. And yeah. the other one was Anya. Uh, Anya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's okay. going by Anya at that time. Mm-hmm. And then there's another conversation uh, she has sort of later in the book with a character from her past who reappears sort of suddenly. And they have a conversation. Um, and I just love it. I, I love that one. So I I might try to read that at some point mm-hmm. as well. I, I know like dialogue. exactly what I'm no of course you do. You wrote a very long first book. Yeah. I, I mean, do. but it's good. Oh, I it's mean, so good. I just loved it. I and the word I mean, you I was sad I to know. say goodbye to everybody, you know. That's the best thing yeah. that I can hear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Do you have a like so you how long did it take you to do the God of Endings? It took me six years. Okay. Um I wasn't working 
exclusively on that the whole time, but I started it at this mm-hmm. point and six years later I mm-hmm. sold it and was done with it. And for a first time writer who's wanting to get published, mm-hmm. how did you go about that process? Did your writing school at Kansas City University help you find an agent or how did that all work? I had amazing mentors um, from the University of Kansas. Uh, my One of my most important mentors was uh, Laura Moriarty, author of The Chaperone mm-hmm. and um, The Center of Everything, a number of books. She's amazing. And she gave us so much good advice. She taught us about writing query letters. She taught us how what literary agents are, what they right. um, yeah. how you find them. She helped us craft our, our letters. And uh, she has continued to be a mentor and helped me the entire way. Um, it, to pay it forward, I've been recording some YouTube videos, basically telling everything that I learned from her, as well as my own experiences about what literary agents are, what they do, how to find the perfect one for you, oh, wonderful. how to query, things like that, because I think it should be common knowledge. Um, writing a book is really hard. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't also be hard to figure out how you publish yeah. a book. That I love be that. Where do you, where, do, where do, is it Jacqueline Holland on do, YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look that up on YouTube. And it's Jacqueline, like it. the French way. J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. The long fancy way. That fits you, Jacqueline. Thank you. Yeah, it really does. That's a great gift, though, because you do hear the struggle. Yeah. That people go through. Your book is great. We're so delighted to meet you um, and have you come in in person. Can you tell us, though, the last great book that you read or that you're reading? Oh, man. Um, oh, so many. How do I pick? Uh, so the last great book that I read. Well, OK, this is kind of interesting. The last great book I read was The Shining. Um which I had just never read. And oh my gosh. I've been hearing oh, that is an epic you know, book. Everybody was epic. talking about it was their favorite book. Um, I've been moving more into horror recently mm-hmm. than in the past. So I thought I had to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um, and it was phenomenal. I'm insane about it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never read it. Lori has. Lori, I know, has. Oh, I read it's, it when that came fantastic. out. It was just like I devoured yeah. Stephen King. And, yeah. and interestingly, it's kind of about some of the same themes yes, as my yes. book. Um, and serendipitously, I'm going to be going on Kirkus's podcast soon with Owen King, oh, sure. Stephen King's son. Yes. And I am reading his book right now, The Curator, and loving that as well. Nothing like Stephen King yeah. at all, but so interesting and fun and his words just pop and i'm loving that oh that's so, wonderful yeah. well what a treat to meet you we have yeah. to go we're we've so got, i know we do far, so far over and we've got two books to give away yes. give grant a buzz at 651-641-1071 go out and get the god of endings jacqueline holland delighted to meet you thank you so and much. thank you for thank writing you. such a great book we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back what is the meaning of this well 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 i you know what well here Here's here's the okay. story. Here's the story. So um, Teddy Mellencamp yes. was on with Jeff Lewis live his show. Yes, and Teddy and Tamara have a show together. But anyway, she spilled tea. She's with a Jeff. former Beverly Hills. That's also. right. And John, John Mellencamp's daughter. Yeah, she told a story that she never spilled on her own show, and that was that she snuck into a club when she was twenty with a fake ID with the express. Desire to meet Matt Damon, met Matt Damon, had a one night stand with him. 
He never asked for a number. She didn't ask for her number. And that was that was that was that. Love and that. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, all I can say is I love when Real Housewives dish stuff about stuff back in the day. That was one of my favorite things about Luann and Sonia. Oh, they had yes. Good, they had stories. Good memories, good stories. We have not, If Teddy had told this kind of stuff, she'd still be on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Oh, yeah, she didn't say this stuff. Uh, we could never figure out why she would never tell us anything good. Hmm. I mean, her dad was John Mellencamp, but we got nothing from her. Nothing, and now it turns out she uh, was like just anybody else, sneaking into clubs, Looking for the handsome man, you know, maybe going home, maybe not caring if you ever get called again. <laughs> you know? She, anyway. So, she got a headline out of this, too. Well, I know, but if she'd been like this, if yeah. she would have... Given us a little bit more. I yeah, get it. I, I get it. I think, you know what, that whole, oh, I'm a mom and I don't want to embarrass whatever his name is. It's like, your past can't embarrass you. It's just part of who you are. Get over it. Oh, sometimes you want to say stuff and sometimes you don't. Okay, listen to this. So Scarlett like jo- Yeah, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was on with Gwyneth Paltrow on Goop's show. Mm-hmm. And here's the conversation. They um oh, Gwyneth said, You've been married two times? Three times? Oh, snot. Uh-huh. Oh, snotty. Uh-huh. Oh, snotty, because she's only been married twice. She married the Frenchman, and now she's married to this art guy. That is so snotty. She's been married this... Her, Colin is her third husband. Oh, is he the third? Oh, yeah. that's right. Ryan she, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. We forget about her first You've marriage. You've been married two times, three times, and then and then Goop said, Oh, that's right. I forgot that you were married to Ryan Reynolds. Goals. This is word for word. Okay, so if said. I was... If I was Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) I would be pissed. Yeah. Because she clearly, everyone loves Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And to have that brought up again Mm -hmm. um, would kind of be harsh. Well, Scarlett just said, yeah, yes, we weren't married very long. And Gwyneth said, it still counts. (laughs) I mean, Gwyneth can't read the room. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Even to a quote unquote friend, it's she's still shady. Counts. Yeah, I mean she's like, like so. You've been married more than me. Yeah, that's kind of that diss because mm-hmm. she's only been married twice. Yeah, and then Gwyneth said, "We love a good Ryan Reynolds in our home," and that's it, like, uh, it, I mean, Gwyneth cannot read the yeah. room. No, no, she's yep. so awkward. Yep, I, I bet she's a lot of people's most awkward friend that they probably. just probably tolerate well, because they might need a cold play tickets one day or something <laughs> i don't know kelly kelly Oki tomorrow is singing magic by cold play oh there you go that'll be good <laughs> um that's so funny they might need cold play tickets yeah <laughs> that's good that's good and shady laurie it is <laughs> that's good and shady Pull up an umbrella under that's, my shady umbrella. That's right. I, I, I can do it. I'm okay. Um, Gigi Hadid um, reposted an image of an 87-year-old woman named June who's pictured holding up a sign that gives her one piece of dating advice, and that sign is just says, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what? Don't, don't date. date. Oh, good. 
You have to explain that? Where was this lady holding up the sign? It's a like a meme, a, you know, oh. a, a funny. It's that's this old woman with her dating advice, and the sign is don't, don't. Okay, I gotta ask you something. Yeah. So, I, I, what does that mean when G, Bell, when Gigi just posts that out of nowhere? It means she's not dating right now. So it means she's not with Leonardo DiCaprio, which she everyone never is was. Tra- I know, but she which never everyone was. has tried to make us believe. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. All right. No. Got it. Yeah. So she isn't like was and you you know this. When you're when you're out there in the dating world and she's been single now for I want to say a couple of years, when you need to take a step back from dating, you just do. One hundred percent. You know, and you're just like, I've had enough of this BF. You don't I need just to wear need a to sign. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so <laughs> I like that she just this eighty seven. Don't. Here's my dating advice. Don't. So we we hear you, Gigi. Yeah. You know, that's pretty pretty loud and clear. I wonder where her mom is, ma'am. We have Yolanda. Heard, yeah, we heard uh, nothing know, about Yolanda. That's good. That means that she's, she's happy. Yeah, and she's doing good. And the tick, not meddling. The tick bites are I can, over. Oh, oh, she was a painful mom to watch with her daughters. Was she? Real? Oh my gosh, on Beverly Hills, that why, was one of the she, reasons why I think she left that show, because it is not easy watching people be hovering, helicoptering. Kind of fat shaming, not kind of fat shaming, but fat shaming and um, scolding and loving all on the air. You know, that it, it, Yuck. it, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a great refrigerator, beautiful refrigerator. But oh, Grant, she had everything laid out. So, <laughs> and then so the marriage lovely. was yeah. disintegrating. But yes. she, yeah, uh, Gigi was like, a, I want to say a senior and she was on the show. Those kids, you know. Yeah, they were. Not really Bella. I don't remember her, but Gigi and Anwar mm-hmm. and the ex-husband and David Foster. No, but the the husband Hadid. Oh, he's always be on Beverly Hills because he's good friends with Mohammed Hadid, the guy who built the spaceship house that had to come in down. Beverly Hills that everybody had to be sued taken him. down. Right. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Okay, a guy dressed as Gandalf ran into Ian McKellen randomly. Does anyone have anything to I don't say know who that? Gandalf is. It must Gandalf be a Star Trek character. Gandalf the Great, the wizard, Lord of the Rings, right? I never watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. But that is funny. That's got a unique. A Gandalf yeah. running into Ian McKellen. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.